0: Welcome into the Around the Horns podcast. It's your boy Tristan and your main man Mario back at the official home of the Around the Horns podcast, Mario. Your Tuesday night spot? As always, our favorite place, the Senate Bar and Grill. Very excited to be back. And because we're back, Mario, spoiler alert the Bulls won the first ever playoff series in franchise history at home. For the Bulls fans here in attendance, Let's give it up one time for the monumental feat that took place.
1: Good stuff. It was an exciting weekend for sure.
0: Great weekend, which means we got to bring a great guest in to talk about the first ever franchise. But
1: first we have Tyler Toonberg.
0: Oh, please. Tyler, welcome into the show. This is awkward for everybody now involved. Just kidding, Bulls fans. Give it up for the big man, Tyler Toonberg, joining us in period one. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Tunes, before we dive into hockey talk, I want, uh, and everybody here joining us at the Around the Horns podcast, if we can just take a brief moment of silence for our dear friend Austin Hoff and his playoff dreams and hopes for the Seattle Seahawks for the foreseeable future. Thank you so much for joining us. Austin, we're so sorry for your loss. Uh, if you're not a football fan, the Seahawks got fleeced today and Austin Hoff is not happy. So that's why Tunes is our guest. But more importantly, to talk Bulls hockey. Tunes. we already kind of spoiled it, man. You guys had uh, the first ever playoff series here in Pueblo. 2-0. How good does it feel?
2: yeah it was incredible Uh, a lot of good uh, good things came out of the weekend obviously getting two wins first and foremost that's probably the biggest piece but it's been a long time coming you know obviously we've qualified for playoffs every single year Um, year one it got canceled due to COVID. last year uh, we did that you know Memorial Cup round robin format so to play at home it was incredible incredible fans uh, really a great uh, performance by our guys too Um, obviously a shutout win on Friday and then a pretty gutty effort on Saturday you know climbing back from behind and, and obviously uh, they gave us everything they had, so looking uh, looking forward a lot of things to be excited about, but you know it was a long time coming to play that first uh, um, series here at home
1: How important was it for you guys to get that that sweep? I know we don't talk about the s word too often, but uh, that extra day of rest for the guys and being able to kind of recoup what's that looking like for you guys as you get ready to hit the road out to Utah.
2: Yeah, no, it was obviously good to, you know, step on them early, right? You don't, uh, um, they're a good team. They they had the best of almost every team in our division. So if you let them hang around, they're going to, you know, obviously make you pay. Um, there's, there's no knock on them. So it was good for us to get to our game right away and close them out early. Obviously, the day of rest is nice, but it's more the mental side of knowing that you can close a team out. That's hard, right? You got to beat the same team back-to-back nights. Um, sometimes, you know, back-to-back-to-back. So three games in three days, two games in two nights, it's just really hard to put a team away you know right away so that was good to see we have that ability um, to do it early in the playoffs and get hot that's really important too so
0: and you guys were maybe as hot as you had been all year going into this weekend series but especially that victory on saturday something felt a little bit different He fell behind early and then obviously came back uh, late and then really turned it on toward the end there. Talk about how some of that momentum is gonna carry over into a great week of practice and what's that look like? Uh, How are you looking to relay that into a little bit more momentum come Friday night?
2: Yeah, great question. And I think for us, you know, there's a a ton of positives that came out specifically, uh, you know, from Saturday. Uh, We had a few timely goals. We had guys, you know, Seuss put a puck in the net. He's been struggling to score. He's had opportunities, but it's, you know, one thing to have opportunities and it's another to execute. um, obviously, a huge five-minute power play that they had, um, you know, on Gibson. There, kind of an unfortunate call, but we killed it off. That was a huge momentum builder for us. And then, obviously, uh, Alex Timmins and Net played really well. Um, you know, looking at Friday and Saturday, we had some guys. You know, obviously, Lakomi was back from injury. He had a really nice Friday. Um, you know, Alex coming back from a concussion as well. So there's been uh, some big pieces that are you know coming back, catching their stride, and like you said, getting hot at the right time. So looking into next weekend, you know, we have had a, a couple of good days to practice getting back on the ice you know focusing we had a good video session this morning looking at Utah and kind of the way that they do things so um, it's been really good that like you said that extra day of rest you know kind of helps us to prepare a little bit um, gives the guys an extra day to kind of recoup Um, it wasn't the heaviest of series but there were some good hits and then obviously uh, you know getting to the net front you're going to take some hacks and whacks in the playoffs so
1: now Utah has been number one in the division basically since the, the, the bounce, right? As soon as the season started, they were going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in your series with them, you guys have shown that you guys can hang with them as much as any other team, whether they're nationally ranked or not, right? Like, and they are. Yeah. They are. But you guys took it to them. So that's got to give you guys some confidence as well. Having folks back from injury, having that momentum from a great kickoff of the playoffs, into a team that you know you guys can you can hang with. Yeah yeah and
2: obviously uh, you know they've been good they're a good team there's no doubt about it. Um, Looking at the last couple times we played them we've had an overtime win um, two regulation wins a shootout and then they bested us that other you know the last five games so um, yeah they're a good team there's no doubt about it but I think for us if you take it period by period game by game um, obviously if they're, uh, they're, they're successful at things in their game and we've done our best to kind of prepare for those things and shut that down and then focus on getting back to our game and um, you know executing off the rush and you know getting good goaltending and obviously uh, putting a few in on the special teams that's really going to help and that's going to be a big component of the weekend.
0: I think one of the nice things too to kind of jump on what Mario talked about you guys have had the the perennial scores on the team every single weekend you count on guys like Comer and Dicker and Benny to put up three four five points this weekend it was all the unsung heroes the guys that weren't putting points up necessarily on the board uh, and one guy that did, Jack, joined us on the show last weekend. i up putting up four points on the board this weekend. But the guys without the points, the guys behind the scenes, Jalket had a great weekend. You had a great weekend. Mac had some awesome clears, uh, helping big time on the on the PK on on both nights. Uh, those guys that have proven time and time again it doesn't matter on the stat sheet uh, what impact they have on the game how good does that feel to know you can send your top three four five skaters out there every night and those guys on the backside are going to play as hot as anybody else
2: yeah 100 percent that's a huge component to the playoffs right you look at it you got to be deep Um, it's nice to play at home we had the favorable line matchup you go on the road you know those guys you know Benny, Lacomi, Dicker, um, Williams, Susie, Turcotte right we got a lot of these weapons that are going to see their their team's players right and so for us to be at home and have those favorable lineups um, that that helps going on the road it's just focusing on your game and obviously you know you're gonna take uh, um, take a lot of the minutes from their best players and that's something that you just got to be better than theirs Um, and every single night we've we've had that right so it's just a matter of like I said putting it together for 20 minutes 40 minutes 60 minutes and then rinse and repeat for the next night and I think we'll be in a good spot
0: Talk about another special moment that happened this weekend. Tune Saturday evening, we had the chance to bring back Bulls alum Andre Blaha. And for the first time in franchise history, the Bulls retired a number 25, done, immortalized, and will forever be known as the number that Andre Blaha wore. How cool was that to get him back this weekend, especially something he really set in motion three years ago? Yeah. Playoff hockey finally making its way into Pueblo. He was there. He got to retire the jersey. What was that moment like?
2: Yeah, I think for Andre it was incredible. I think for us it was even more incredible to um, you know have him. He you know only played in 51 games, had 103 points. He scored 45 goals, and everybody talks about the on ice accolades. But I think the thing that makes him so great is his off ice presence. You know, there's multiple kids here in Pueblo. That that are playing hockey because of Andre Blaha, because of the skates that we do with the fans after the game. Um, so obviously, there's a ton of on-ice accolades that we could talk about, but I think the thing that really got his you know number up in the rafters was you know the on-ice, but it was more the off-ice and the communication and the community service that he's done, you know, with our fans and really embraced that side of it. That was a big component of him coming here. Um, you know, coming from Europe, he just wanted to play in front of fans. We gave him that, and he gave us you know quite a few points in return. So I think he really enjoyed it for us. It was incredible. Um, and honestly. I think it really got the fans going on Saturday. It was a different energy in there. And, um, you know, skating around at practice this week, it's a nice, uh, nice little addition uh, to the ice arena too. So that doesn't hurt.
1: A lot of history being made here in Pueblo, in the Pueblo Ice Arena with the Pueblo Bulls. And uh, I think that, that we have a lot yet to go. Yeah. Uh, looking forward, for fans that don't know, what do the rest of the playoffs look like? What, what does this look like? Because this are, it is our first time yeah. doing this. If, if we were to win this weekend, when we win this weekend, what happens next so the fans know at home, that are listening?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, so obviously uh, it's a best of three. We'll play Friday, Saturday, Sunday if needed. Um, so you really just gotta win two games against Utah here. Um, if we win, when we win, uh, we will play the winner of NOCO and Ogden who have their series the same time as us this weekend, just 45 minutes north in Salt Lake. Um, kinda waiting to see what comes out of that and then we'll play the winner there. Um, The winner of, you know, us in Utah versus the winner of Ogden and Oco will eventually go to the national tournament that's held in New Hampshire. Um, Everything will be done before the end of the month, but uh, that last weekend in March, we hope to be, you know, back out east and, and vying for a ring
0: perfect and it's exciting times as well bulls can bulls fans i guess can check out all the action on hockey tv uh and obviously when we're back next week talking about the victory we'll be back with the around the horns podcast next tuesday night and you can find us here at the Santa bar and grill starting at six o'clock hey bulls fans that are here one more time give it up for our period one guest tyler toonberg in house wow Tunes, it's always a pleasure to have you on, but you still are Thunder every time we try to start the show hot because you're the coolest (laughs) guy we have on. Period 2, period 3, coming up with a couple of your favorite Bulls studs. Don't go anywhere, Bulls fans. It's the official podcast of the Pueblo Bulls, the Around the Horns podcast. Bulls fans, welcome back to the Around the Horns podcast. Period two time, and we're bringing in one of our favorite guests, one of your favorite guests. Bulls fans, give it up for our period two guest, Rylan Markham, joining us in house. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Rylan, it's great to have you back on the show, and it's probably the most exciting time we've had you on the show. Talking playoff hockey, and you just won the first series in Bulls franchise history. Playoff hockey is a different beast altogether. You guys went out there, got the job done Friday and Saturday night. Talk about it with us.
3: Yeah, you know, it was awesome. The team really came together at the right time. I think we're definitely peaking right when we need to. Um, You know, some guys stepped up. Like, you know, Comer coming back from injury, I think he had a heck of a weekend, and I can't complain. And, you know, our goalies played really well. They stood on their heads. So, um, you know, just credit to Provo. They played a great weekend, but
0: I'm glad we came out on top. And obviously, shout out to your play this weekend, a couple of big points, and you had a couple of opportunities coming right around the backside of the net. I think you probably set two or three perfect shots up. Couldn't get them to fall, but you were right there the entire weekend. Is that a little note to your confidence that's built over the year or those guys that you're skating with extra after practice? uh, Where did that extra look come from all weekend? Yeah, you know, I think we're just getting comfortable with the lines
3: that are coming together. Uh, You know, like I got moved with Comer, and, you know, we're making a lot happen in the offensive zone, which is something my lines really haven't produced much this year. So it's a good uh, step to get in that offensive zone and create more and more chances.
1: Looking forward to the weekend, uh, taking on the number one team in the division. You've got Utah Outliers, which you guys have... have like we said early in the first period you guys have hung in there with them and taken it to them quite a few times uh what's the mindset in the locker room for you guys being able to take on the number one team and is this not just for you guys to go move on in the playoffs but is it's a statement to say that you guys are absolutely for real
3: Yeah, you know, we don't even really look at number one seed, number two seed. We go in there, it's every game's the same. You know, you got to focus up, you know, if you're playing Provo or if you're playing Utah, it's the same game. You got to come in ready to go because anyone can beat anyone in the state league. So I, uh, I think we can beat
0: them, no questions asked and Provo was a tough competition I know last week when we were on the show talking with the guys they said this is an entirely different team than we played earlier in the season and everyone steps it up a little bit in the playoffs obviously they came out with some aggression you guys fought back talk about that Saturday night victory uh, and I asked tunes about it earlier that momentum do you feel it is it still in the building do you know that what you left off with Saturday is a sign of things to come
3: yeah we had a really good third period on Saturday and I think that definitely is going to build our confidence going into the games against Utah you know just to be comfortable with where we're at and uh, you know the confidence in each other on the
0: ice is huge I was just going to say, talk about the elephant in the room as well. Some line changes, unfortunate circumstance leading to some line changes for you. Uh, Does any of that play into your mental psych? Does your prep change throughout the week? Are you used to skating and vibing with those same couple of guys? Uh, Or have you become so used to it over the the season of um, adversaries, I guess, that you've had to fill in so many roles? uh, Does it make no effect on the way you prep for this weekend?
3: Uh, yeah, you know, we've we've had a lot of injuries this year, so everyone's kind of played with everyone. So, you know, when guys, you know, step in, it's, you know, next man up. You know, there's not really an issue. Uh, you know, everyone's confident playing with each other. You know, you can get thrown on line one, line four in practice every other day. You know, It just switches up, you know, really fast. So I think uh, everyone's confident with what we're doing, and uh, we're ready to go. Let's
1: talk about ready to go. Those fans this weekend were ready for you guys to go, too. How good did it feel both Friday and Saturday night to get those fans just – jamming up there and so excited and so loud and I mean I thought it was electric all weekend long what was it like on the bench for you guys
3: yeah it's amazing you know especially when you score a goal and you know the fans are going crazy and you know it it must be tough for you know other teams to come in because like when we go out there's no other fans that compete
0: with us we
3: have the best fans in junior hockey no question and they make the atmosphere just twice
0: as good And I can say, I've been across the ice the entire season, and usually it's a little bit loud when the goal goes in, it was like at goal volume the entire weekend, and then when the goal went I thought the place was gonna blow up, it was so explosive in there, sellouts Friday and Saturday night, obviously a testament to how excited this community was to bring playoff hockey to Pueblo. Uh, How excited are you to hopefully in three or four weeks be coming back with a national championship for those fans?
3: Yeah, you know, we're pumped. We think we can do it easily, and, uh, you know, uh, we're faithful, and, you know, with the team, we're ready to go, and, you know, we can get it done. I have a lot of confidence in our program and our team and our coaching staff
0: to do what they need to do to get it done. You're obviously ready to turn your back on week one of the playoffs and kind of, like, block it out from your memory. It's time for week two. Um, Are there any things you guys know you need to work on or improve from this weekend, uh, or is it just gelling and getting ready full speed ahead this week at practice?
3: Yeah, you know, I thought we played the really good games. I mean, we, yeah, there's stuff we can clean up, but I thought our passing was really one of our best weekends passing, and, you know, our penalty kill was good. Um, you know, obviously, there's stuff you can work on. Like, I think our power play can improve a little bit, and then even our controlled breakouts are going to improve. But, you we know, we'll work on those in practice, have them dialed in for ready to go uh, this weekend.
1: All right. So then you came here for a singular goal, right? You wanted to come to Pueblo, play for the Bulls for a national championship. You're in the playoffs you are in the thick of it. What when this season does come to an end, championship or not, what is your lasting impression of your time this season with Pueblo Bulls hockey?
3: The hockey is obviously fun, but the community here, that's one of the lasting effects that I'll definitely have being in Pueblo. You know, the, the amount of fans that come out, the amount of community service we do, you know, it really impacts, you know, everybody. It's, you know, I love going to the schools. I love reading to the kids. You know, it's an awesome thing that, you know, a lot of players don't get to do. So it's really cool to be able to do that with Pueblo.
0: I got to say, it's got to be fun for just about everybody on the team, except for Isaac Hood had to have been just totally lost when he went to go read with the kids because it's got to be a bummer to be 20 years old and still not know how to read. But I'm sure he had a great time putting on the Dr. Seuss hat and joining you all for the entire week. Yeah, for sure. You know, he struggled
3: a little bit, but uh, it was all right. I think he, I think he uh, got some help from Amer, So
1: <laughs> They were small words, though, and they rhymed. It yeah, was easier he, for him. He
0: it. sat down on the rug and was like, read some more, Marks. <laughs> uh, either way, shout out to you guys for getting out and getting involved. Involved in the community, especially in the thick of what you guys are doing right now. Uh, Rylan, I can't thank you enough for the time you've spent with us, not only tonight, but this entire season. You've been a great addition to the roster. You've been a great addition to Pueblo and a great addition to the podcast here tonight. Our period two guest, one more time, Bulls fans, Rylan Markham. Give it up. Thank you, guys. Rylan, we always appreciate it. Bulls fans coming back in period three, one of your favorite guests, and I know it's one of ours. Don't go anywhere. It's the official podcast of the Pueblo Bulls, the Around the Horns podcast. Bulls fans, welcome back to the Around the Horns podcast, Period 3 time, and we're bringing on Big 33 for the third period. Bulls fans, you can get loud one time for our guest in Period 3, Alex Timmons! The man, welcome back to the show, how are you tonight? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? Great. I've got a very serious question before we kick things off. To have earned a, a hat that warm tonight as it's so cold in Colorado, I've got to ask, what exact type of Carhartt stuff did you get done today? Mm. I, uh,
4: I guess I brushed snow off my car. It's the best way. The only wow. thing I've done.
0: Nice. I saw you down 20 wings just a few minutes ago. That's pretty Carhartt-y of you. So <laughs> here we go. You've 15, earned the hat for right. one night. Uh, I got to talk to you first about hockey, right? Big weekend in Pueblo this last weekend. First playoff series at home in franchise history. You guys went out and did the thing. Friday and Saturday, two big wins. How good did it feel?
4: It was great to have uh, playoffs definitely at home for the first round, get that energy going with the guys. And I feel like we just came out this weekend and played as a team, did our jobs, and just we were just ready to play. Just came mentally prepared every game.
0: And an absolute uh, show put on display Friday night from your mate in the locker room, Artem, going out and posting the shutout in the first uh, playoff game in Pueblo history. Saturday night, you turn around and do the same thing. Face 35 shots, let a couple eke through, but an absolute uh, display for everyone to have seen. The sold-out crowd Friday and Saturday were treated to really two good games in net. Uh, Talk about how much that helped you guys turn that uh, relay back into offense.
4: I just feel like when uh, we might break down a little defensively in our zone, and me and Artem are able to come up with those, with those saves, that it helps us like, get the puck around, break it into their zone, and just put it on net for
1: them to try to get a goal. And you guys did start a lot of offense out from, from the goal, uh, really sending it straight down and you know getting those a couple of nice breakaways, especially on your part uh, on Saturday night. Uh, being a goaltender, you don't think about generate. People don't think about goaltenders generating a lot of offense, but you help definitely move the puck down the ice. What is your mindset when that happens? Are you just looking for the guy, try to get those the the puck moving, get to the guy, and let him run, or are you uh, are you actively trying to be part of the, the offense? Are You trying to get a uh, an assist or what? Are you saying like rebound wise or just like passive? Both, both. There's been a, you had a couple rebounds that just kind of. Yeah.
4: Bounce in guys. a really great spot, <laughs> but also on <laughs>
1: well, passing too. I mean, you
4: guys. Well, it depends on the shot. If the shot's like a simple shot, and I can see that not a lot of their guys are forechecking very hard, and I can notice my guys in my peripherals. I'll yes, I will like with a blocker or even my stick. I'll try to give it to them so they just turn around and get the puck out right away. But I really don't play
1: the puck enough to really rate <laughs> it out. If I'm being honest, <laughs> well, a lot of offense was generated from your net. I mean, a lot of movement coming out of there. So um, I always wonder, you know, from a goaltender's perspective, again, you guys, we've established, you guys are a little weird at times. So always trying to figure out what your, what your thought process is when, when those things happen. Well, maybe
4: if we break the puck out, it makes the other team go, Ugh, and then they got to turn <laughs> around and go back the other way. So that's the best <laughs> way to put it. There
0: you go. I will say, I've noticed it more than anything. You've got three of the best defensemen taking the puck out from behind the net in Willie, Gibb, and now Alan, you joining you guys late in the season. That run out there with the puck like they're ready to take the shot the second they cross that blue line. And a couple of times, Gibb was this close from burying one in the back of the net. I know uh, Willie had a couple of good looks as well. That's the offense that I think people don't generate when you've got kind of that camaraderie. You get out in front of the the oncoming offense, stop it, and you can turn that offense right back around. Uh, It's a great testament to the way you guys have worked together all year. And I think that momentum is going to carry over on the road. We've talked at length about it today how important this series is on the road going on to take the number one team in the division on Uh, what's your mentality like right now?
4: I'm not worried for us we always match up well against them and if we just come ready to play our game I feel like this won't be hard at all in my opinion.
0: And obviously it's just another two games you're checking off the list we talked to you just a few short weeks ago about the realistic possibility of coming home with a national championship now it's that much closer you've already taken that proverbial first step Uh, Now you got to go and get it done on the road. And there's a couple of teams that you're used to seeing uh, playing just 45 minutes north of you. You're obviously not going to pay too much attention, but knowing you handled both of those teams. If you cross this off of the list, uh, how do you guys prep? How do you make the long haul possible?
4: I feel like for us being able to cross off, you know, the top team in our division, and I feel like we easily can do that if we just, like I said, come together and play our game. Uh, It'll definitely give us the confidence boost to go into the next week, and I feel like with that boost it would be a whole lot easier to be able to match up with
1: uh, Ogden and or NoCo. Going back to this weekend, let's talk about those fans again. Uh, I don't think we can overstate it enough just how – involved the fans were and just how much they were vibing and just created a whole different atmosphere we've seen public fans get nuts in the past but this was a whole different level what was your take what was your uh, your your feeling with that this weekend as well
4: i mean uh <clears throat> it's always great to have the fans there like i said i'm a big fan person i like to be able to hear them yell at us and when i make a save i can hear him cheering and on so it was great to have like a fully packed out uh rink this time and it was just It was almost too electric at some points, in my opinion. Is there such a thing as too electric when it comes to fans? Not really. I was just going to say,
0: like, unless you're working on a power line, there's probably not a term that comes across as, like, too electric. But I think at that point, any electric is too electric. True. That probably means you're going to be dead and fried up on a pole somewhere. That did not happen this weekend. Instead, you guys just absolutely took it to... Uh, Provo and really put a statement in. This is a team that's ready uh, to go out and bring that championship back to Pueblo M- more than just the national championship talk because that's on everybody's mind. What's on your mind going into uh, you know, what could be your final series of uh, hockey this weekend or could be the next step for you? What are you proud of that you've accomplished this point and what do you still want to get done?
4: Well, I want to get to the national championship that's for sure. I want to take that one back to Pueblo uh, but uh, coming into this weekend I'm really just trying to focus on the games at hand and just being able to play one game at a time. Uh, and then like what I've accomplished here, I feel like I'm, I'm proud of what I've done. I came in a little slow, but then I feel like I've turned it around and started playing my game and I couldn't have done that without the guys in front of me. So just, we have a great group of guys here and great coaches,
1: so I couldn't have been happier with what I've accomplished. Something the fans might not know is you are uh, a self-proclaimed uh, Naruto fan of the anime and uh, you've uh, been binging this show for a while so now that you've completed the entirety of that season will you be revisiting that series on the, uh, for the rest of the playoffs or are you going to open up a new anime series for you to, to to binge a new series actually do we know what that series is yes please share with the fans boom demon slayer demon slayer nice do you watch along parties with Alex Timmons. he'll be posting on his Instagram so make sure you uh, follow no, I will along not. I will not be posting <laughs> listen anything.
0: I have a, I have a perfect road trip series for you kind of anime not so much but g- right on that line uh, it's perfect for the drive out to uh, Utah and you can just throw on over the garden wall you can find it on Hulu it's great it's like 10 episodes 30 minutes apiece get you right into the mood feels pretty good it's like the closest I've ever gotten to really binging a, uh, an anime series if I can't recommend it enough, it sounded like it's less intimidating than Demon Slayer. And this is why you come to the Round
1: the Horns podcast for your anime picks from your hosts and your guests.
0: Listen, Alex, anime aside, do whatever you need to get pumped. Go out and get the job done like you did this uh, last weekend and make sure that you get it done in style. By that, I mean you're rocking playoffs gear all weekend. Everyone's went, well, not right now, all weekend. Everybody else needs to be rocking playoff gear is what we're getting at. Get your limited edition gear before they hit the road so you can rep those guys when they come back for their national championship tour and you can wear it all to the podcast next weekend. Alex Timmons, our guest in period three this week. Wrap it up one more time, Bulls fans. Let's hear it for your goaltender. (laughs) Bulls fans, Mario and I have made the promise. As long as the Bulls keep playing, we'll keep talking about their games. Which means next Tuesday we're going to be back. They're going to go get the job done this weekend on the road. Tune in on Hockey TV. You can watch games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if needed. And right back here next Tuesday, 6 o'clock, we're kicking it off with the official podcast of the Pueblo Bulls, the Around the Horns podcast.